Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our very special guest, Dr. Ruth Mary Allen. And today we're going to be talking about how to free your pain by stimulating brain health. This is going to prove to be quite fascinating, and I want to tell you about Dr. Ruth Allen, and she's the other Dr. Ruth. <laughs> she is the lead of Amen Clinic's brain certified brain health professional in the UK, an executive coach, motivational speaker, brain health trainer, and host of the show Brain Health, Unchaining Your Pain. Uh, I want to tell you that Ruth is also, that's not it, there's more, is also the founder of the Wellbeing Warrior Academy, focused on helping you take charge of your well-being and be the boss, and was recently recognized by Brains Magazine CRE Global Awards for her contribution to mental health. Industry leaders, family leaders, and entrepreneurs hire Dr. Ruth to win back their energy and time doing what they love by boosting their brain power and performance because most are chained to their past, don't use the right tools and techniques, and have never measured and optimized their unique brain. So Dr. Ruth, Ruth, welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here today. Oh, thank you for having me on the show, Lynn. I'm so excited to be here and uh, be your guest on the show. So thank you. Well, and I just love this conversation that we're about to have because it's just amazing. And for all of you who are joining us for that very first time, you know, I want you to take this moment right now. If you don't want to miss a single episode, please go ahead and subscribe to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And while we're on the subject, if you love, love, love what we're doing, then please um, give us that five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. So let's just dive right in, Ruth, because this is just such an amazing topic uh, and one I feel quite passionate about. And I want to get a little bit more of the backstory about what inspired you to get started and, and develop and do what you're doing. Hmm. That's a, that's a great question because I, I wouldn't start with inspiring, but I guess it's been inspirational for me, <laughs> the journey to get here. But um, I was working in the corporate world uh, back in 2016. And I was really keen to make a family, get promoted in that year. Um, and I was doing everything I could to do both those things. And at the end of the year, I thought I was on track for promotion. And I unfortunately had a miscarriage. And just after the miscarriage, I was put on an unexpected performance review by the firm, um, which was really took me back. And they actually told me at the time that I had no emotional intelligence, which was just a horrifying thing to be told, especially after experience of miscarriage, because I felt like an emotional failure by having no emotional intelligence or them stating I had no emotional intelligence and also a biological failure um, because I, I wasn't able to make make the baby. And it just sent me downhill super fast, um, as I'm sure some people can maybe relate to when you, you hear unexpected news like that. And I started having suicidal thoughts and my my mum's father um, a death by suicide when she was only six years old so it's something that runs in the family 
and I didn't want to be going to that dark place and I knew I was already heading there pretty quickly so I reached out for coaching in the form of high performance coaching um, and went on an amazing transformational journey and as I went on that journey I discovered Dr Daniel Amen and the work he does at the Amen clinics in the states and I thought wow that is what joins the dots between my PhD, which was in medical imaging and spectroscopy. And what I really wanted to do was help people truly harness their full potential. And so I certified as a brain health coach um, and also a high performance coach on that journey, left the toxic environment that I was working in and and just was able to lose 27 pounds in weight realized a dream of ski touring across the French Alps with my husband and it turned out it wasn't just me that was ski touring uh, across the Alps with my husband there was a passenger on board and eight months later our daughter Lily was born so uh, so the journey uh, to where I am today was a pretty tumultuous one but I'm really grateful that I went on it because I've not only seen it in the through the eyes of a client, but obviously I now can uh, help people realise it and be the guide um, as the coach on helping people truly unchain their pain and yeah. step into the person that they want to be. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have gone on that journey yourself. And I'm really fascinated when you're working on, to help people with their brain health and unchain the pain. I mean, mm -hmm. how do you do this? I mean, do you have a specific process? Um, what's mm -hmm. it like to work with you? Yeah, so so I, I do. So I look at the five pillars of brain health, and I'm I'm uh, my background is also British Army officer as a reservist. So we like things super simple and easy to remember. So we look at the five pillars, which is remembered by the mnemonic facts. F-A-C-T-S. Uh, and that that came about because of my experience, actually, from the workplace, is I didn't feel they were looking at the facts of my situation. They certainly didn't take into account the grief that I was experiencing. They certainly didn't take into account the environment. So what does facts stand for? So it takes into F is for feelings. A is yeah. for the actions that you're doing. C is your connections to yourself your core values and beliefs, and also how you connect with others. But it starts, first of all, with having a great relationship with yourself. And then T is the thoughts that you're having and what thoughts you're actually listening to. And often we we have crazy thoughts that we shouldn't say out loud, <laughs> but we say to ourselves a thousand times. Um, and S is the surroundings that we're in and how our surroundings influence our our brain health and we know that our surroundings hugely influence how our brain functions through childhood from birth pre pre-birth in fact all the way through to who we are today so we look at those five simple pillars and then my clients dive in do a deep dive into the four circles that make up their brain health which is their biological psychological social and spiritual circles um, and, and focus on optimizing that. So it's quite comprehensive. It's like having, um, it's like taking your engine, your car engine, to the workshop and having a deep clean <laughs> uh, and a full checkup to make sure that your car is functioning correctly, but particularly your engine, which is your brain, and that's your engine of life. Yeah. Well, that that sounds uh, that's a great. Um, 
you know, comparison and the, you know, that, that engine of life. Um, and so, I'm, you know, as you put all this together in the journey you've been on and you're building out, you know, the solutions and the, uh, that you provide for the brain health and unchaining your pain, was there any, ever anything that, that held you back that you had to sort of, you know, do your own technique on yourself? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, First of all, um, in the context of how I focus on supporting my clients, I the thing that held me back initially was acknowledging that I really needed help. So it, the the first thing was my ego held me back because you kind of think that you're invincible. You, you you know you go through life. You know I was going through the year. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was trying to do everything and achieving. Uh, not a huge amount, um, and everything was kind of crumbling around me, and I was crumbling internally, and it it was it was this perception of myself that I was invincible. I don't know if you ever remember the James Bond film. I think it's Goldeneye, where the the the, where the gentleman that the the baddie in the in the room has this pen, and he keeps clicking it, and it's James Bond's. Uh, uh, explosive pen and he has to click it three times and he stands up and says I'm invincible and clicks the pen that fatal last time and that's kind of the situation I was in is you kind of think you can just keep keep going you know keep calm and carry carry on is the philosophy here in the UK and it doesn't always work when it comes to yourself sometimes you just have to carrying on is not healthy Sometimes you have to pause and take a break and take a piece of reflection and calm down and and just accept where you're at, accept that you do need help. Um, and it's that acceptance piece that's that's firstly really important. And once you accept that you're you're struggling, it's much easier to un unchain your pain, which is the first big step, because you're not in denial that you're OK. Uh, and I like, you know, if we, people talk about mental health, don't they? And they, <clears throat> in mental health, we say, are you OK? And it's a yes or no answer. And, uh, you know, yes or no is 50-50. I don't yeah. want to be 51% OK <laughs> and say I'm OK, which is often what people do. They're just mm, ugh, just over that line. And they say, yeah, I, I'm OK. And the reality is they're not. They're not optimal. And so brain health, you know, for me is all about being optimal, not just being OK. So when I talk to people about brain health, going back to the five pillars, it's not are you OK, which is labelling you as being at fault. It's looking at is everything OK is a better question because then people start getting inquisitive about what the root cause of the problem is. And it takes away the label on the person. It takes away the shame of the situation and actually looks at what's really important is understanding the root cause of why perhaps you're not feeling so OK by looking at everything in your environment, everything in you, everything in what you're doing, everything in how you're feeling, everything in in how you're thinking, everything in in how you're connecting with yourself and others and your surroundings. It looks at all of that and then helps you make sure that you're optimizing it. So you go beyond OK, but you want to be exceptional. But the first yeah. thing really what's holding me back is ego. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and that can manifest itself in so many different ways. Um, and you know, and I, I'm, I'm really fascinated by that, that thought that, you know, the first thing that, you know, you do is you have to sort of accept that you know, the first, maybe the very first is the pause, you know, how important yeah. it is to take that moment. It, it's like giving yourself a gift. So for clarity, so you can start to gather your thoughts, you know, really assess what am I feeling, what's going on, um, and, you know, start that process. And then mm -hmm. the next piece is, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with a whole lot of things. Um, and I'm not Wonder Woman. <laughs> and how do I now, um, you know, either get help, help myself, um, uh, you know, spend some time with that introspection, whatever it is that, you mm. know, you in the first step, that first big step um, to get help. So I'm, I'm curious for other people and the, the clients that you work with, what is it the same thing that that's holding people back primarily their ego or are there other things that, that are holding them back? So there's certainly what they've generally got over the ego piece because they've asked for help. So um, that's kind of gone by the wayside, but they, often ego can come into play with regards to your feelings um, in terms of them getting the best out of themselves because they need external validation so that we often grow up you know society teaches us that in order to be great you have to have that external validation you have to get the best grades you have to you know success is, is seen as something that is external to you uh, and done, you know, and I, you know, I, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I've been recognized, I, I have, still have an ego, I haven't got rid of it, I still have one, it's really important for me to have an external validation of what I do, like getting awards, that, that, that makes me feel great, but internally is what's super important, so often people, their ego can get in the way, the, the, the other thing that, uh, often happens with my clients um, or some of my clients is is this not feeling worthy so yeah. the, the struggle for people to making progress is I'm not worthy of of having I'm not worthy I'm not enough you this this kind of not enough uh, playback that goes on in their mind and this can be uh, I'm not worthy of investing in myself at the outset that people have never never given themselves permission to to invest in themselves personally they've invested everything externally you know in others and especially for senior executives it happens you know they put all of their energy into helping other people and not enough energy into necessarily helping themselves and they 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 can sometimes find that uh, quite difficult to give themselves permission to to truly invest in themselves um, to help themselves get to that next level of performance and potential um the other one is imposter syndrome so people people get to a certain level and they can't understand how they've got there and so they start playing play negative self-talk is a huge problem in most of us because we never get taught how to how to challenge it and take charge and be the be the boss of our brain <laughs> so it's like that negative you really want to uh, challenge the self-talk and I spend a lot of time with my clients looking at their thoughts because their thoughts is the background programming that's running in their mind 
you know, we might show up. We have a lot of people that show up. I'm really, you know, powerful and strong and, uh, you know, uh, outward going and everything. But internally, they're crumbling because they've put on this external persona uh, to meet people, you know, to, to deliver whatever the role is that, that, that they have. But they haven't taken the time to listen to the background uh, programs that are running in their mind, the, the software. And often that software can get super corrupted uh, from our past experiences right back to childhood. And it's un unraveling all of that and making sure we know how that soft what software is running. <laughs> we get rid of the programs that are not serving us and we put in place the programs that do. Yeah. No, I mean, negative Nelly or negative Ned, they, you know, that subconscious part and, and they certainly appear consciously as well are, are oh, yeah. always whispering in your ear. And um, just today when I was working on stuff, but I'm actually having a really pleasant, relaxed day and negative Nelly whispers in my ear, well, you're not really working that hard today. And, I'm, and I have to, you know, you have to go, wait a minute. That's not true. It's just yeah. not. It's it's. I'm getting a lot of things done. It's just for once, my day isn't literally packed minute to minute. And <laughs> isn't that pleasant? Isn't that <laughs> nice to have this moment to, you know, just sort of to to also let my mind think and wonder about, you know, what's going on and what I'm working on, and instead of just like, oh, you know, get this done. It's, yeah I mean and and it is it's hard to train yourself to to stop and say well wait a minute w what is this why am I having this thought what does this mean and it is it's just that driven um you know that oh I gotta work hard I gotta yeah. you know this that, you know that, that's that always part. on as well isn't it yeah, this, that this, is. you know we've grown up now especially with the digital age is that we always have to be on because everything's always on and therefore our brain always has to be on but actually our brain doesn't work at all well if it's always on it's completely dysfunctional uh, and and we need to reboot like we need to turn our computer off at night we need to turn our brain off at night and we need to turn it off at a sensible time to, to allow ourselves to operate effectively you know we're not we're not 24 7 people but we somehow think that you know in the last 50 years which is in essence how long computing has been out from a personal computer perspective is not no no time in in the whole history of evolution is that our brains have adapted and they haven't we we are back in the you know the the cave cave person era that's what we are you know evolutionary evolved to be at this time but we've put this huge amount of pressure on ourselves to to be on 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 and actually even since the 1900s our sleep uh, we used to get about nine hours on average at the beginning of the 1900s and now we're down you know down to six and a half um so we're huge we're actually uh declining from an evolution perspective we're certainly halted in terms of our, our development because of the the habits that we've created in today's lifestyle and it's just really important we give ourselves that permission to breathe yes yes and have um a relax relaxing day in the sense of where not every moment is booked to the nines and that we also are taking time to get that extra sleep and i know that that's 
always a big piece for me is that when I don't get my, you know, at least eight hours of sleep, it really impacts me. And, uh, when I, and, uh, it's so vital. Um, it just, mm -hmm. because just like any other organ, you know, your brain needs time to rest and reboot. And you also, your brain is still active while you're sleeping in different ways. Yeah. So it actually cleans itself when you're yeah. asleep. So we need it to go through the cleaning cycle like our washing machine needs to complete its wash cycle so we can get rid of the rubbish and the junk that builds up in the day and if we don't give our brain enough time to go through its own wash cycle we get all of this junk build up in our brain which causes a cognitive decline so it's so important yeah well i well this is like so so powerful and i guess you know we're sort of in that perfect place that what we've been talking about so um, of brain health and, and we sort of deviated here about getting sleep and that, but it's part of brain health. Um, but I'm, I'm really curious if you had something that you'd recommend to our audience that they should really take to heart, that they should do starting today or this week, um, maybe the sooner the better, what would it be? Oh gosh, there's so many things that people can do. I think the first thing which goes back to our conversation is to give yourself permission to pause and uh, and allocate a pause time you know if you feel that you are in the process of heading towards burnout or you're in burnout you absolutely it's your body telling you it's time to stop um, and, and take a moment and I you know when I was going in that cycle of uh, spiraling into depression I took time out of work to find myself again and fo and understand what were the facts you know let's look at the facts behind why am I showing up the way I am what's at the root cause of my problem and it's really you have to give yourself that permission to stop yeah. uh, and, and take note and and self-reflect turn the mirror on yourself and have a moment of self-reflection uh, and just pause for you uh, because your body needs it and your mind needs it too. I think that's the most important thing. And then once you've acknowledged where you're at, it is the next step is to don't be afraid to ask for help. And Les Brown says, ask for help, not because you're weak. Ask for help so that you may remain strong. Uh, and that is never is that truer than it is today. Is is it's a strength to ask for help. You are being strong. By doing that, it's not it's not a weakness. Um, yeah. So I think that's the most important thing people need to do. Yes, I love that. What a perfect way um, to end. And that is so true that um, if you don't ask, you don't get. And it is going to be able to move you into a better place when you ask for and then receive help that you need. So, Ruth, thank you so much for sharing how to free your pain by stimulating brain health and i know that our listeners are going to want to know more about you where they can find you and where they can find out more about you so the best way is to connect with me um or through my website it's the simplest ruthmaryallen.com if you go to my website you can go to the connect page um, connect with me for a free 50-minute consultation to discuss your needs and there's loads of information out there on my website to help you really unchain your pain whether that's in the context of physical pain emotional pain psychological pain 
um, uh, and so on. So so do just connect with me through my website and I'm on social media everywhere on Ruth Mary Allen. So you can find me on social media there too. All right. That's brilliant. And we'll put all those links down below. And um, <laughs> Dr. Ruth, thank you so much. This has been such an informative discussion. And for everyone who joined us, thank you. Um, we really appreciate your being here and tuning in. And if you have ideas that you'd like to share, you can, of course, leave us a comment down below. We love hearing you from you and hearing <laughs> your thoughts. And if you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, incredible episodes like the one today with Dr. Ruth, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and uh, we appreciate you. And Dr. Ruth, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure to have you here on the show today. Oh, Lynn, thank you so much. You know, just a final message to your audience. Just, you know, you're not stuck with the brain you have. You have the power to make it better. And I can help show you how. All right. Brilliant. Thank you, Lynn.